Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put this out there. Uh, respect the ratio. There is a ratio of tip yes. to exhaust. Okay? Yes. It's never more than two inches larger than the exhaust pipe you're attaching to. Thank if you. If you have a four-inch exhaust pipe, that means you can do a six-inch tip. If you have a five-inch exhaust, you can do a seven-inch tip. Here's the thing. The bigger the tip, the longer it should be. Okay. Ladies. <laughs> I think that's okay. physics at I this point. It's pretty much science at this point. <laughs> I, don't, I shouldn't it's have to say it. Should it be. Okay? Yeah, it should be, but there are... There are short little tips out there that hey, are super. <laughs> if you are liking your tip to a dip can, yeah. If someone has said your dip is a uh, chody, yeah, <laughs> ain't a good tip, man. <laughs> ain't a good tip. That's a that is an awesome rule to live by. Respect. America's Diesel Podcast. Brought to you by Diesel Power Products. America's Diesel Superstore. No salesman, just enthusiasts. Dieselpowerproducts.com. Your number one source for all things diesel. Okay, Tyler, hear me out on this one. Okay, okay. If you, I don't know when this is coming out in relation to the podcast we just filmed. I know we're still kind of on that high from a that little, last a little episode. bit. Yeah, okay. we've been still. Yeah. Uh, so if you're listening to this episode and you haven't listened to, I don't know when this is one's going to come out, but the one where we and Tyre talk about having a medium on the show. Yeah. And if this is your first time listening, yes, we actually legitimately talked about having a medium on the show. And, and also, we're completely serious about this. Yeah. We might be like laughing because yes, in fact, it is funny, but we're dead serious. I will sell my Tesla stock to fund this if I have to. <laughs> and yes. The diesel owner, diesel podcast guy, owns a piece of Tesla stock. I just I stick with AMC and uh, <laughs> GameStop. <laughs> I, I don't worry. I'm also kind of an idiot too. I I own forty shares of Nokia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because they're just you, killing it in the cell you, phone game. <laughs> why? 
computer chips. Yeah. <laughs> you all never right, know. All right, all right. All right, all right. Okay. But uh, I don't want to go too far into it because I don't want to. But for some reason, I feel like it'd be a woman. And I feel like her name's Pamela. I, I feel like the majority of quote unquote real psychic mediums are like middle aged women that that make their own sweaters. <laughs> she might, might have a little bit of a gypsy vibe. Yeah, a little gypsy vibe. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Has a lot of jewelry. Lots lot of, of accessories. Jewelry. A lot of accessories. Yeah. Maybe a scarf. Several. But not like a not like a scarf that'll keep you warm. Like one of those like yeah. ones you when you put it up to the light you can see through it. Totally. Yeah. 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 Probably I think too like a sash. Ooh. Probably a sash on <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> if you didn't know or were wondering, this is a diesel podcast, uh, even though we're talking about a Psychic medium named Pam. <laughs> Welcome a new character to our. Well, you might. Okay, we need. I think we need to give him just a little snippet more. So the little b- backstory on that is obviously we want to be the number one podcast in automotive, uh, truck land. Okay, not even just truck automotive. Well, it'd be cool to be number one, but we are all, are also competing with, um, podcasts for gas engines stuff like classic yeah. car, which they have their. Oh, I, me personally, I'd like to just be number one diesel. But taking out is it, when you're going for the top, you take out the top dog, right? When you yeah. when you want to be a, a badass in high school, you go and fight the biggest baddest guy there, and then you've just cemented yourself as as number one. Yeah. First thing right? you do is you you park your Camaro in the handicap spot. <laughs> you one strap it on the way in, yeah, and you punch the biggest guy you can find. Yeah, straight up. So that's what we're doing. We're punching up. Okay, we're punching up to to NPR just because they are number one. Mm-hmm. But that's that's. The, and you just need to listen to the last episode, yeah. the episode before this, and you'll get the whole story. Well, it, it may not be the episode before this because I think we're going to try and push that one out faster. What episode number is it? Would it be if it is? We the don't next know one? yet. We don't know. Listen to the one before this. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's going to be possibly one or two. One or two before one. it'll all make sense. The title is probably going to have something to do with. Uh, no, the, the title is Edge uh, Dinos. 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 Uh, dino dinos. Suck. Dinos suck or Dino numbers suck. What do we say? So it, it's, it's. You can a, just you holler it out, Corey. Yeah. Dino, results suck. Dino result, results suck. Yeah. Listen to that one first, then this one. Verbiage may be slightly changed, but that's the gist of the title. Yeah. Okay. This week's podcast episode is brought to you by Fuel Bomb Diesel Additive, an additive designed for diesel enthusiasts, made by diesel enthusiasts. Ben, take it away. Hell yeah, dude. So this is our in-house fuel bomb fuel additive for your diesel truck. Uh, Our biggest thing here is making sure that you can pretty much always have uh, diesel additive on you all the time. The you've got a lot of other additives out on the market that are they have you know anti gel in there all the time. They have C10 in there all the time. They end up being big and bulky bottles. Uh, our uh, standard everyday diesel fuel additive is one ounce per 32 gallons, and that's its main job is to make sure that your fuel system stays lubricated and prevents the formation of algae. And it should also help you in colder climates too. Should definitely help you in colder climates, it, along with cleaning your fuel system and maintaining it. It'll also help you bump that cetane number up for a more efficient burn of your diesel fuel. And if cetane is just what you're after, there's the Fuel Bomb Hellfire, which is our straight 8-plus cetane enhancer. 
Yeah, and you guys asked, and we brought them back. Uh, we did go away from the bottles that didn't have the measuring little parts in there. We brought them back for you, so now you can measure out your one ounce per 32 gallons for the F-bomb or four ounces per 32 gallons for the Hellfire. Both these additives are available on our website, dieselpowerproducts.com. Now let's get back to that episode. All right, thanks for tuning in. This has been Tyler from America's Diesel Podcast. God, that was sloppy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah tighten up. God, tighten up. Say it with your chest, man. Say it with your chest, man. <laughs> thanks for tuning in. Uh, coming at you from Spokane, Washington. Uh, make sure and check us out on all the normal podcast options there. Google Play, SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, anywhere that you listen to podcasts. You can find us on there by searching America's Diesel Podcast. Uh, you can also find us on YouTube. YouTube is probably one of the best places to leave a comment, uh, get in the discussion uh, as we talk about things that happen in the episode, uh, or just hang out with the boys. Yeah. Honestly, it's, it's a good place to chat. Um you can also find us on the social medias, uh, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, uh, TikTok, meh, Instagram. I am an Instagram whore. I am on there all the time. Um, I'm really trying to pump up our Instagram numbers. So if you could do us a favor and go give that a like or a follow, whatever they do on Instagram nowadays, you can find us on there by searching. <clears throat> it's a hard one. Remember this one. America's Diesel Podcast on Instagram. Yeah. Also referred to as the IG America's Diesel Podcast. Difficult. Where do you I live? Know. America. What do you like? Diesel. What do you listen to? Podcasts. Put those together. That's us. Shimmy Shibrava. <laughs> if that's what you heard. Come on, man. Yeah, come on. It should be America's Diesel Podcast anyways. Come on, man. Just listen to the power from just casting, casting, casting line out in the... <laughs> Tyler, hit him with reviews. Oh, my gosh. Reviews. I'm going to try to say this as quick as possible. Leave a five-star review on any of the platforms that Ben mentioned earlier. Screenshot that and send it to podcast at dieselpowerproducts.com. Make sure you include a picture of your truck and an address that's we can send a sticker to. It looks just like that logo and logo on our cups. Keep them coming in. I love reading your guys' reviews. Like, seriously, it's like it's like reading something that, like, I feel like every one of you guys is, like, my buddy. Yeah. Because, like, the way you guys make reviews and talk like it's just it's just it, it makes me happy yeah and the fact that you guys are posting reviews from other people's phones is epic this is epic highly <laughs> illegal don't do that but keep doing it <laughs> <laughs> wink wink nod yeah. nod touch yep. the nose touch the nose yeah all that stuff <laughs> so. lastly if you need diesel parts for your truck make sure and check out dieselpowerproducts.com they're the ones who kind of pay the bills around here so if you need parts buy them from us don't be a dick yeah um uh, if you, uh, man, you flustered. I've, I've gone like 15 episodes of just messing the intro up. That's all right. God. Yes. Uh, we do have phone sales text on the phone at 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. Pacific time, but Monday through Friday. That's right. We're slave drivers, 12 hours a day. Keep them on the phones. Give them a call. If you have questions, if you're online, uh, make sure and put, and you're placing an order in the order notes section or the shipment notes section. I honestly can't remember which one's which, uh, right. Podcast. That's uh, it. That that's way it, I all. can, yeah, I search it uh, at the end of uh, every week or so, so I can tally up all the orders from people that listen to this show. Um, if you're placing your order on the phone with one of the sales techs, make sure and tell them you're a listener. Uh, you receive absolutely nothing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the incentive structure is phenomenal. That's how we keep it real, though. Yeah, Right. So if somebody yeah. asks us, well, how do you incentivize your people to tell you to buy from you? We don't. In fact, we tell them straight up nothing. You get yeah. nothing. <laughs> We give them tasks, and we give them nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, when, it, when I say it like that, it sounds way worse. Well, that's how we establish the good hard minimum. Are there more? 
Possibly. Are there less? Absolutely not. Because yeah. they're they're no, going through the, the effort what to tell getting, us. What they're getting is entertainment. Okay? Entertainment they're getting and entertainment. A, and a product of knowledge. Product of knowledge. And possibly knowledge from the dead. Who knows? We'll find that out later in a later <laughs> episode. <laughs> Oh, this episode God. is off to a swimming start. Yeah. Let's get this going. So if you tune in and you're a brand new diesel truck owner, um, this is the first podcast of ours you listen to. I promise they are equally as bad, all of them, equally. Like, they're absolute shit, okay? You should listen to all of them. Uh, but yeah, make sure you like and subscribe, all that kind of good stuff. Uh, we do have lots of episodes pertaining to lots of different things. Uh, give them a shot. If you think that we need to cover something, throw it in the comment section. Either if we haven't covered it, we will. And if we have, there's a good chance we have, I can let you know what episode number to check out. Yeah. So the title of this episode Top 10 Mistakes New Diesel Owners Make. I have a list I've written down. I haven't told Tyler any of these. No. Do you want to go in order? Like, do you want to save the number one mistake that you should make as last? Or do you just want to crack into, like, don't be an idiot right right now? Hey, I, this is this is the Ben bus, and I'm just kind of sitting in the one of the seats, just kind of mm-hmm. looking around. Okay, well, you, you got to give me one. <laughs> off, off the top of your head, what's probably one of the top 10 things that new diesel owners make. Oh, let me give you a little background here. Okay. This isn't, you know, they've already bought the truck. We can't criticize how they shopped, what they looked for, anything like that. They have the truck. They either paid cash for it, making payments for it. It's in their possession. Like, it's their truck. Gotcha. Not letting it warm up. That's my bad one. All right, that one. <laughs> I didn't put that one on, but. <laughs> I mean, with one that you thought of. We'll go back and forth. We'll do some back and forth forthsies. I'm going to start with my honestly my number one. Okay. And and theoretically you should save the best one for like the finale. Yeah. But uh, honestly, if you're new to this podcast, you're probably not going to stick around that long. Yes. <laughs> so I'm going to try and leave you with this little tidbit of knowledge. Okay. If if you already bought this truck mm-hmm. and you just now start searching for what are known issues with my truck. I got one. You are Neither. you are late. Yeah. Yes. That is a good one. And I have another one that's a good one. Buying a truck. Are you talking just, just new trucks or just any truck? First time diesel owner. Any diesel. Any diesel. Shopping for trucks after you already bought one. Oh, stop while you're ahead. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. is the worst. I don't care how good of a deal that you got on said truck. You will find a better deal immediately after you made your purchase. That's how it's. That's how it always happens. Yeah. That's you, literally how it always. You'll happens. get buyer's remorse. Just don't do it. Just don't do it. Stop looking. Yeah. Stop looking. Okay. Okay. Here's my number two. And I, I tried to put these in order, and then I started. But what was number, what was your number one? The, the don't wait to start searching for like known issues after yes. you've bought the truck. Let's it, talk about that for a second. Yes. I'm, I'm talking about you, 6'4 guys, and some 6'0 <laughs> guys. Just because it's a good deal, okay, you always have to... Here's the thing. Let's say you're looking at trucks in your budget. I'm going to use fictitious numbers and fictitious prices, okay? Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's say your budget is 20 grand, okay? Mm-hmm. And you're looking at trucks, and you see... You have a specific year range in mind, a specific mileage in mind, and you start you 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 possibly have a preference just because you got like a buddy or something that already has a truck, and that's kind of what you've got you interested, right? And you're looking at these trucks, and 
the truck that you originally quote unquote wanted seems to be a little higher than your budget. But then you find a truck that's got less miles. That's a different diesel for way cheaper. Mm -hmm. But like kind of the same year, kind of the same, like some of the, like for a guy that doesn't know like the, you know, the specifics about a truck, like could look at that and go, why is this truck the same year? this much and this one is this much they have about the same mileage they have all of well, you know all this very similar two examples come things. immediately to my mind yeah uh an 03 power stroke okay <laughs> and, and an 07 ram okay so kind of some similarities going you the first thing you should ask yourself in research why is this one so much cheaper yes. than this one you should almost always be thinking too good to be true exactly do your research there has been, I cannot, listen, I've been, I've been not saying I've like done this for like 30 years, but I've, I've done it for, I've been in the diesel performance parts sales industry for, for quite a while, I would say. You, you're coming up on like almost half your life. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. If we put it that way. Yeah. Yeah, now I forgot where I was going with that. Yeah. Thanks for that, man. Yeah. <laughs> um, you old fogey? <laughs> yeah. God, what was I trying to say? Oh, my Lord. Do your research. Do your research. If it's too good to be true. Too good to be true. Okay. Oh, this is where I was going. I cannot tell you how many times I've gotten this phone call, and it, they literally... I don't know if you guys rehearse this, but it always starts with, I got this really good deal on a truck and I could almost bet money on what that truck is, what that truck is like six Oh or six, four, like almost power stroke almost every time, almost every time. That's what it is. Now, you got to ask yourself why, <laughs> why pop quiz. Yeah. If someone were to tell you, I just bought my diesel truck, or my first diesel truck, got a great deal on it. I'm looking at a lift pump. What truck does he have? Well, I'm going to say probably a, a Cummins just because lift pump, lift pumps and Cummins have Which always one? been. Well, uh, probably a VP truck. Bingo. That's exactly yeah. where I was going with it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That means he bought it and he started doing his first, you know, and a lot of you think of Duramax too, but don't get me wrong. Like, those are important too, but like. Yeah. As, yeah. There's but when you're talking about like real quick second gen Rams, their lift pump is like the most terrible lift pump that's like ever been created by man. Mm -hmm. It is like the worst. And when they go out, they'll knock out the injection pump right along. It's like they ain't going down without somebody else going down with them. Yeah. And that's what happens. And that's the expensive part is the injection pump. So th th that's that's why. Well, that's why and I said that. and with the caveat of <clears throat> a VP44 being extremely sensitive oh, to cavitation pressure, yeah. or cavitation and pressure and uh, particulate. Yeah, like you, you you like blow a balloon inside the cab, the injection pump is like shivering. Yeah. <laughs> it's <Yeah>. air. <laughs> Very sensitive <Yeah>. pump. Okay. <laughs> so, My number two, buying cheap parts. Yeah. There's an explanation that goes along with this. Okay. I get it. You may have just spent a whole bunch of money on your diesel pickup and you want to start modifying it. But, you know, everybody's telling you, oh, dude, you need to get a Dominator kit, you know, when you're just trying to level your truck. And everybody's like, so you got half the people telling you to buy a Dominator kit and the other half telling you to get a spacer. Yeah. One's $6,000, one's 150 bucks. Right. Like, Why? <sighs> well, yeah. The outsider looking in is like, okay, what's my goal? Lift the truck. What we've got. Five thousand dollars 
or I've got 150 over here. Why not go to 150 bucks? I get the look that I want. Mm-hmm. Why not? Makes sense. Yeah. Until not- you talk to someone here and they set you straight. <laughs> but And what I mean by that, I'm going to get into this right now. There, there are some things that I would recommend. Like, and I hate using spacer leveling kits as 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 a example because it it has a space. Mm-hmm. It's 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 especially if you're just doing like a two or two and a half inch. Like that's I I think that's still fine if you're just trying to level the truck. I don't think there's the only part there is like it's when they and this is what <clears> I mean by like doing your research and talking. Yeah. If someone were to call in here and be like, I need to level my truck because I want to do a little bit larger wheel and tire on there. I don't have the money to do a full lift kit. You know. I'm pretty much thinking about doing just spacers. What we would tell you here is, okay, you're not going to get any better ride with spacers. Okay. Are you fine with that? Yeah, I'm okay with that. Okay, cool. Here's the thing though. If you're saving money on space by doing spacers, please, for the love of God, do a track bar. Mm-hmm. Like you could probably get away using the shocks you have now and upgrade those later. You could probably get away upgrading your sway bar links later and yeah. other kind of stuff. But please, please, do a track bar. Yeah. Like if if you're on the fence, like, do I do a spring or a spacer? Because I only have 550 bucks. It's like spacer track bar, 10 times out of 10. Yeah. Yeah. Straight up. Yeah. Because at least you're fixing the geometry of the front end. That track bar doesn't, there's no adjustment from yeah. factory. So you lift it up, it's swinging, it's pushing it over to the passenger side. When you lift it, driver's side. Pulls it, it to the driver's side. Frame side, driver side, axle side. If you lift it up, wouldn't it push it towards the driver side? No. Yeah, you said passenger side though. Said Did it, I? Oh, to correct it, it pushes yeah. it back towards the passenger side. Yes. Okay. Yes. Sorry, I thought you were mentioning the axle is going to swing and be too far towards I the passenger. This guy. I know. I know. <laughs> I like leaf springs. I just got done talking about how long I've been in this. idiot (laughs) no i agree absolutely cheap parts some there's some things you can't go cheap on i have a couple examples perfect so here's some examples i knew you would yeah as far as like and i hate using the word cheap but there there are low cost alternatives to going that's a good alternative to going like baller right right like do you need to do you know king two five shocks with reservoirs no bilstein's or fox 2.0s yeah Or if you are, like you said before, you're the guy leveling your truck, you know, yeah, run the shocks you have now until you have enough time to, or enough, you know, funds to put like some Bilstein 5100s on there. Yeah. That's great. Do you need to go Fox 2.0s, you know, with Reservoir and DSCs? No, you don't. Most people don't. Is there a difference between running good shocks? Yeah. Yeah. That's a problem. You run good shocks and you never run shit shocks again. But one of the things is like exhaust. I got nothing against people buying high quality exhaust. It fits great. We never have calls back on there. Yep. But if you're sitting there and you're like, do I get the exhaust that's 304 and $900? Or do I get something that's aluminized and is $389? Like, yeah. save the money, get the, get the lower cost one. Absolutely. Um, other one is uh, uh, floor mats. Like, I, I'm, as much as I love WeatherTechs, they're all, like, molded and everything like that. If you need to get floor mats and it's between having floor mats or not going getting floor mats... Go to Costco, get the generic floor mats. Yeah. Like just if that'll hold you off for the time being, get the floor mats. Protect your floor. Yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, tuning. We do say tuning that you shouldn't cheap out on it. Here's the thing though, and this kind of goes along with one of the other parts on here about making a plan. If you're not planning to do a different turbo, different injectors on your truck, there's really would you benefit from custom tuning? Yes. Do you need to have custom tuning? No. 
Yeah. And that's the difference between getting, like, do you need to get a custom tuner with a monitor and all this other kind of stuff and spend 1500 bucks, whereas you could get, like, a Bully Dog GT or an Edge Evolution for either, you know, between four, five, six hundred bucks and be good. There you go. Yeah. When I hear when I hear cheap t- tuning, the first thing that comes to mind is 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 shops that are doing EFI tunes. Like I don't know if they're doing it themselves or just getting right. it from someone. Like I don't consider Edge Super Chips. I mean, they are cheaper, but it's they're they're a reputable company. Mm-hmm. That is that because they have cheaper tuners. They have handheld devices that are simple, uh, perfect for that guy. But if you're if you're saying you've got a buddy that's got a that knows a guy that has a shop that gets this EFI tuning for half the price as all these other guys, that's a red flag. Yes, <laughs> that is a major red flag. Like that, don't get that. If you're gonna go quote unquote, I'm saying the lower cost, cheaper tuners. Look at something that is reputable. Look at something that is an off-the-shelf type tuner, like an Edge, like a Smarty, like a Super Chips, like a Bully Dog. Mm-hmm. Those, are, the reason why they can have those at such a lower cost is because they are mass produced. They're doing. I don't want to sound like this is bad. This is because it's not bad. They have mm-hmm. figured it out with these trucks where this this generic tune works on all trucks, and they're designed with a stock truck. This works. That's and and that's how they can make it cheaper. But going through Joe Blow's buddy who's got a shop that knows a guy, not a good idea. No. <laughs> not a good idea at all. And that that should make you question the tuning when you look at well, I'm looking at the I'm looking at dieselpowerproducts.com and they've got this tuner. It's it's an EFI live tuner, it's the same thing that this guy has. Uh, but it's it's you know, it's nine hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. He's offering it for four hundred. Why? 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 There, you got to ask those questions because there's a major difference, not only in the tuning itself, but in the support after you put that tuner in. Mm-hmm. Not saying EFI Live has a bunch of issues, but if someone doesn't know what they're doing, you could run into issues with your truck that uh, if you took it to a shop to work on it, like a shop that works on trucks, they might look at that and go, I have no idea what's going on. Like, I can't find anything wrong. Everything's checking good. Mm-hmm. Well, it's because it's your half-ass shit tuning that you got from freaking Joe Blow's buddy over at the shop down the road. Possibly it, not even a shop. Possibly not even a shop. He's probably doing it in his mom's basement. Yeah. <laughs> just, I, I, you know, like, it's just... That, what was the address of the shop? Well, it was it was the, the parking lot of an apartment complex. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so I picked it up Did you get your tattoo done there, too? Yeah. Like, <laughs> was there a meth deal going on behind you? Yeah. So that, that that's, that's, that's one that you always have to think about <laughs> um on the flip side of that certain examples of things that you want to do right the first time like it's not yeah. even worth trying to to you know go low cost option track bar mm-hmm. and we already mentioned that but track bar uh ball joints now i would say any steering suspension mm-hmm. geometry parts for that front end of that or the rear end of the truck yeah the three examples i gave were track bar ball joints and steering box yeah yeah it's it's those that we that when people call in and talk about those, it's those where it's like, I've gone through six of these generic ass track bars. Yep. I've gone through five of these over the counter steering gear boxes. I'm tired of it. I'm ready for the fix. Yeah. It's like, I have your fix. Here it is. What and they're buy and they're, once, cry once. Yeah. And they're like, gosh, it's like three times more expensive than the ones I was buying. But you know what? I am going to happily pay this because I'm going to be done with it. Yeah. 
Um, it's definitely a buy once, cry once type deal. Do you have another one? Or should no, I keep no, going no, on just list? keep going. Okay. I have one that's uh, number three, putting a dumbass tip on it. <laughs> Mark. Shots fired. <laughs> he, he did change his tip. He did. He did. It looks a hell of a lot better. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put this out there. Uh, respect the ratio. There is a ratio of tip yes. to exhaust. Okay? Yes. It's never more than two inches larger than the exhaust pipe you're attaching to. Thank if you. If you have a four-inch exhaust pipe, that means you can do a six-inch tip. If you have a five-inch exhaust, you can do a seven-inch tip. Here's the thing. The bigger the tip, the longer it should be. Okay. Ladies. <laughs> I think that's okay. physics at I this point. It's pretty much science at this point. <laughs> I, don't, I shouldn't it's have to longer, say it. It should it, be. Okay? Yeah, it should be, but there are... There are short little tips out there that hey, are super. If you are liking your tip to a dip can, yeah. If someone has said your dip is a uh, chody, yeah, <laughs> ain't a good tip, man. <laughs> ain't a good tip. That's a that is an awesome rule to live by. Respect the ratio. Respect the ratio. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I can't. I tell you what. Like I'm going to use Mark's truck as an example because mm-hmm. he had that god awful, whatever size that was. It was. It took. It it. It's like that. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't want to get that far. Well, maybe I do. I don't know. But it's like it just takes the the focus away from everything else in the truck. That's all you see. Yeah. Like that's it. That's like you all could have you a, a Carly Dominator system on the truck. That's all well. Everything is well done. I see that tip. I'm like, God, what an idiot. Yeah. Yeah. It takes the attention away from everything else. Everything else now is so good. Now that he went to a smaller tip, now I notice the truck. I'm like, okay, 37s, bronze methods. He's got a bank stiff cover on there. Great suspension. He's got a roll pan, black tip. That's an axle dump. That's cool. Like that. Have you have you actually like looked at his taillights? No. I'm not a huge fan of like fancy aftermarket lights. But I'll be honest, his taillights are He cool. did ha- have one that he brought in and, sh- and showed me, but I didn't look close at it. And I never thought I'd actually like this, but it's one of those details that you can't see until you get up close to it. Under normal driving, you have no idea it's there. Yeah. But if you were, say, like, stopped next to him in a stoplight behind him or something like that, the taillights, when the, like, the LED that goes around it in the, the rectangle, yeah, it's one of those, like, infinity mirror type things. So if you look down the middle of it, you see the like the ridge, ridge, ridge. Oh, ridge, okay. Ridge, ridge. It yeah. looks like it like goes. Forever. Yeah, I've never seen him on. I just he had one out and brought in to yeah. my office. Like here. I saw that and I was like, man, that's if I if I saw that listing on a website, I'd be like that's stupid. I'm never buying that. I saw it in his truck. I was like, that's kind of tight. Yeah, that's cool. His truck looks good now. Is it? His truck's hot. Yeah, his it truck's is. hot. You, you you get rid of that stupid ass tip. The truck's hot. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> that's got, simple. It's got a, got my hat off yeah. on that one. Uh, number four. And we've kind of touched on this already, so we're going to sit, kind of go through a little bit faster, but uh, not doing research. And what I mean by that is, like, basically just straight to power parts. Like, you have, you bought this diesel truck because you tow with it, and then you did about 30 seconds of online research because you want to make power. You took the stock turbo off, you put a tuner on it, and put a single S475 on it for this cool tow rig. Little do you know, you have a Duramax that yeah. is not is not happy over. <laughs> Little do you know, you literally just turned that truck that was stock and probably would have towed whatever you need to do probably fairly well into the biggest, smokiest, hot rod of a diesel truck. 
kind of a ticking time bomb. Basically. And now you're and now you're you're going backwards trying yeah. to like recount your footsteps, and then I, we kind of mentioned that. But then you call someone like us, and we're like, "What do you have on there?" And you're doing what with the truck? Yeah. It, who told you? Sorry, sir. Like at risk of sounding like a like a jerk here, who told you to do that? Yeah. Your your friend did. Hmm. How often is your friend's truck operational? Yeah. What does he do with his truck? Right. Oh, it's his party truck. He's got a separate tow rig. Hmm. Okay. I'm not trying to call you an idiot here, but uh, is his tow rig stock? Yeah. Mm. There's nothing worse than telling someone they fucked up. <laughs> they messed up and like they've got power parts that are mismatched yeah. that they now have to rebuy. That is a very long conversation, and I feel bad when it happens sometimes because then they're like, I've got a 475. Great. You've got a turbo that is great for compounds. Yeah. you can. That's the bigger side of the compound turbo. Okay, well, I'll just do that. What's a compound kit run with that? About 3800 bucks. Cool. What else do I have to do? Well, you're going to want to do head studs and probably valve springs and push yeah. rods. <laughs> and if you want that to actually you know, really run well, you're going to want to do probably a set of injectors and a lift yeah. pump and injection pump. Oh, what was that? The truck has 380,000 miles on it? Oh. Okay. Yeah. Well, whatever transmission's in there now, manual, you're going to need work on yeah. there. <laughs> um, when was the last time you know the, the, the disc were serviced or the drive shaft or like that? Okay. You're probably going to go with a one-piece drive shaft. Um, <laughs> and you just hear him like... It's called a slippery, slippery slope. Yeah, but but I, I just want to tow with my truck. Like, okay, here's what you're going to want to do. I got a stock manifold and a stock <laughs> turbo. Yeah. And a stock intake. It's going to run you 1700 bucks. Yeah. Or not even stock, just like a step over stock instead of this yeah. crazy whatever you I got did. You, I got you a stock manifold with a BD Screamer or a Fleece Cheetah or a Stealth, you know, yep. Stealth 64 in there, an S&B intake, and, you know, edge tuning, Yeah, and a lift pump. Have fun. That yeah. truck's going to tow, it's going to walk everywhere you want to go. Yeah. Really? It sounds like it's not going to make enough power. Yeah. Well, how's your truck now? Yeah. <laughs> How's it working? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that's 100% correct. I don't mean to toot my own horn here, but uh, this is literally my job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like a total asshole right now. Hey, sometimes you got to you got to hit them with the with the hard stuff. I mean, it hit with the facts. We, we, dude, I ran I was helping out on the phones the other day and this guy had called and he had a 12 valve um I can't remember what size injectors he had, but it was bigger than it was bigger than 50s. Mhm. He bought a uh, ATS Aurora 3000, which for most trucks, like he was running a stock turbo and he's like, I need more air, you know. So he got a 3000, which is mm. the, basically their first step over stock. Yeah. <clears throat> he didn't like the way it ran. He felt like it, it needed, it, uh, he could have went to the 4000. And he's like, hey, I ran this turbo for about 24 hours. Can I exchange it for a 4000? I'm like, dude, I'm sorry, but... <laughs> I don't care if you ran it for f- three minutes, five minutes, ten minutes, an hour. Yeah. I'm sorry. There's nothing we can do. Like, we can't take back a used turbo, bro. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. Like, why didn't you go? With it? Like, that's yeah. the hard, like, because you don't want to say, like, well, why didn't you just go with the 4,000 to begin with? Like, yeah. what? why'd you even go with the 3,000? Yeah. What, what, what's what? going on? <laughs> so it's like, I, I felt, I kind of felt bad for him. But at the same time, it's like, Dude, what do you expect? 
Mm-hmm. You're running a turbo on your truck. There's soot and exhaust gas and heat and oil, your oil, which who knows what your oil is like, <laughs> like, you know, running through that turbo. Like, yeah, you can exchange this turbo for the cost of a 4000 Yeah, we'll just take it back. Throw it on the shelf. Sell yeah. it. Send it to the, send next, it guy. To the next guy. Yeah. Well, in that, in that case, <laughs> as like, that guy gets a turbo with covered in soot and has used oil in it, and <laughs> makes you want to be like scratches. Now that you mention it, I actually have a four a used four thousand on the shelf. I can sell you at retail. That's a good. That's Would, a, do you want that one? Yeah. Do you, no. That, oh well. Have shit, you ever said sorry. that to someone? That's <laughs> I, a good. I've gotten very close to it. I should have said that. Be like it'd be like me selling you. Uh, four thousand that was taken off of a truck. Would you pay full price for it? <laughs> Probably not. Yeah. The, the, sometimes those are funny because they're like, "Well, yeah, I would." Like, no, you, no, you, you wouldn't. wouldn't. You'd get that in the mail, and you'd be like, "What's this used turbo I just got?" Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Anyways, us truck guys. Yeah. Uh, number five. Big ass rims, no supporting mods. <laughs> Yeah, no gears. No. Yeah, I'm, I'm not even talking like tires. I'm just so, big oh ass rims. Oh my god, dude! The other day I was driving home, and I saw this uh, a Camaro. It was green. Like, was it was it donked? Dude, the rear tire, the rear wheels and tires on this thing. I have to give it to them because they were at least fourteen wide. Like they were. Did you say it was green? I'm pretty sure it was green. Are you sure it was a Camaro? Yes, I'm sure it was a Camaro. 100% sure it was a Camaro. It was like a, a G body Big or was it a classic F new body? One, new you, one. Okay. I haven't, no, I haven't seen that one. Dude, the freaking wheels on this thing, the the rear wheels on this thing were like I was I was in a turn lane, he was going straight and he was probably he was probably a car length ahead of me. I could not see the center of the wheel. All I saw was dish. And I was like, "Damn." And then I looked at the ass of it and I was like, Oh, he's got big. <laughs> he's okay. All right. <laughs> I see. All you. right. I see. <laughs> that kind of car, fine. I still, to this day, cannot understand the people that stretch their tires like it's like a fat guy in a little coat mm-hmm. putting these tires on these wheels. I don't get it. Some of you out there probably have them. Explain it to me. I don't understand it because it's just, I'm looking at the tire and the tire's just like, yeah. Like how did like the guy that mounted those probably shot himself after? Because <laughs> it probably took him all day. I don't think he shot himself. I think he, he did a little hard curry. He, he probably took. I was like, shit, shit. He probably shit. took a freaking giant bump of coke, <laughs> and he probably got him done like quick. But the the engineering that he had, like, there's probably one of those bead blasters. That, like, I call them cheetahs. Yeah, he probably used like three of them. <laughs> like to get those things up, I I, I don't understand it. Like I, I honestly, I've never seen anybody mount tires on wheels like that. I'd like to just see. It's stupid. I'm sure. I'm so sure. I I uh, just because we like going on rabbit holes and, and painting yeah. pictures for people. The guy that mounts these stretched tires on on wide wheels, I akin him to, and I don't mean to ruffle any feathers here, but you just gotta ruffle follow him. me on this one. Ruffle them, okay? <laughs> like a. A, a, a mercenary mobster or a mobster okay. mercenary guy where it's like he was born into it or something like that and he has to do it he didn't have a choice but he ended up being really good at it but yeah. he hates the fact that he does it yeah so you know he comes home you know sm- <sighs> smoking a cigarette you wouldn't believe the tires I've stretched 
<laughs> all these. Like, I feel like there would be like, I could show up to a tire shop, like one of those tire shops. Be like, listen, I've got this 20, I've got this 20 inch wheel, but I've got these tires for a 17. Can you make them work? Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, absolutely. Like, we've got a guy. <laughs> we can stretch the shit out of those. <laughs> you've got a guy that, that will do it, but you can. Never talk about it. <laughs> you can you can only pay him in quail eggs. <laughs> yeah. I can't talk about it. I can't talk about it. I, mean, I, 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 I just don't get it. I, I I get that it the part that I get is they're looking for that big wheel look, right? But at the expense of like stretching your tires to the point where like they're it just doesn't look right to me. Like where your tread pattern is like like if you were to drive in snow. You'll see like the tread, but you'll also see a f- flat s- push down part in the snow of sidewall because yeah. you're literally like the edges of your tire. You're riding on sidewall. Yeah. I have to hand it to tire makers. though, Because <laughs> my God, what are they freaking 38 ply now? Yeah. with Those tires like I still have this picture in my head of this guy, the guy who stretches the tires. Yeah. And he's I can't remember what movie this is from, but he's. The, like he, he only wanted to do it to get his family out of their apartment yeah. or something like that. But then he got sucked in and couldn't leave. Yeah. And now they're gonna kill his kids if they if he leaves or this something. This is like, like a that. whole movie. So part. he has to like finish the contract and all sort of kind yeah. of stuff. A little bit of a, like a, a Looper esque. If you yeah. don't know if you saw Looper. Yeah. Uh, but I just, I see him like his his kids are you know now they're car people and they own their own shops. But uh, someone comes in and asks about stretching tires and and then they ask their dad. In the desert. We don't do that here. I've stretched so many tires. Uh-huh. <laughs> For these insignificant <laughs> people. Yeah, seriously. Not worth it. <laughs> not worth it. My children were not going down this road and just yeah. like starts like slapping his kids around and, and <laughs> his wife comes in and gets he's all heated and the kids are crying and and well I oh, guess yeah. their kids are growing up because they're on shop now but yeah. and now the grandkids are crying and the mom comes in and she's like what happened and I just asked Jared about stretching tires you, you need did to go home and she walks yeah. I I imagine his name's Dominic yeah Dominic go to, go to the basement go to your space go to your space. Yeah, as she packs his bag, yeah, pack his bag. Just go, you have to leave. You have to leave in your, the next fifteen or twenty minutes. Yeah. Your, fa- <laughs> your father's hidden this secret for twenty-five years. Yeah, it's not safe for you here. He, he was the only <laughs> tire stretcher <laughs> in the Northeast, <laughs> and he was the best. <laughs> and it was hard on him. Yeah, he just brought up memories. You don't want to go inside there. Yeah, you have to leave. You have to leave now. You don't have to just And okay, I'm gonna, this is the last piece of okay. it. I imagine him down in the, in the basement in his space, and I totally forgot this. The accountant, when Ben Affleck's like beats the crap out of his shin with a stick, yeah. he's down there just like punishing him, whipping himself on the back at his and, knees. All, and he's he picks up stretch tires, like I'm sorry. But then he comes back. The top tire stretcher, yeah, <laughs> like in the world. Well, because his like, kids get in trouble, so he has to make a, a, a right. But he leaves, yeah, and then he's like, "I have this ability as well." Yeah, and basically, and, tires. and now it's a gone in sixty seconds thing. Yeah, now he's got to come back to now save the day. Back. Yeah, he doesn't want to do it, but he has to. Wow, this, <laughs> guys, we literally started that entire tangent off of me complaining about guys that put. 24 inch 
tires on their 23-inch wheels. <laughs> I'm not saying we have the best ideas ever, but that was a really that's a movie. That is that's a movie. A whole movie. That is a movie. That's a good that's American a movie that everybody movie. can get into. <laughs> I think that's a Daily Wire production. <laughs> I'm just saying, or an eight an ADP production. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get down this All list. Right. Once again, if this is your first time listening to this show. Sorry. This is somewhat normal. <laughs> Next, number six, keeping up with maintenance. Okay, yeah. I feel like for some reason people think diesel trucks take no maintenance because they're always working. You know, it's, it's a work truck. You, you, you can let it slide. No, you can't. No. <sighs> maintenance with, with diesels is imperative. Fuel filters, oil changes, got to do it. Make sure you're on point on that. If you're going to do anything, make sure you're covered on that. Yeah. There are... Or they say, well, they last forever. It's like, well, they last forever because from the people that are anal on maintenance. That are taking care of it. Yes. So, um, And I, I will say the caveat to that, there are some diesel trucks that are more sensitive to maintenance than others. Sure. Uh, the two I'm going to poke at are 6.0 and 6.4s. Yep. Um, and then right below that, I would say, are the 7.3s. Yep. Um, and most of that's just do oil changes. Oil yeah. changes and coolant. We're not saying in the other trucks you can neglect. It's just those ones are... Just high priority. <laughs> yeah, high priority. Um, number seven, thinking your truck makes more power than it actually does. Yeah. Not only are you going to, you know, you're just going to, well, you're just going to embarrass yourself. Yeah. <laughs> you're going to embarrass yourself. And don't get me wrong. We've all had a, a stock diesel truck. We all had our first diesel truck. And we all put a tuner on our first diesel truck. And you... The first rip you take out of that first time you take a rip or the first tuned diesel truck that's yours yeah. that you take a rip in, I could I would probably swear to you this thing makes a thousand horsepower. Yeah. There is no way this and then you're like, well, it doesn't make a thousand. Yeah, but it's gotta be at least five fifty. <laughs> and again, we're talking about like an OBS. Right. With a tuner, that's it. <laughs> it's right. Like two hundred horsepower. It's making like two, two fifteen to the wheels. Yeah. <laughs> um so just so you know, <laughs> you're more your dinos break hearts. They do. And so do I. You're not making that much power, okay? <laughs> it's just straight just up. That. Sorry. Sorry. Um, there's only one asterisk to that. People tuning 6.4s, <laughs> yes, you are making that much power. Go buy a lottery ticket and make sure you have a second truck lined up. <laughs> I wouldn't even say buy a lottery ticket. You're probably not that. You're. I can guarantee you're not that lucky that's going to last that long. So, um, This one, I think, is probably... This goes along with maintenance, but... Uh, not giving the truck a solid once over before you start buying fun parts. Yeah. You know, and, and what I mean by that is, you know, don't don't buy this truck and assume everything's fine. Even if the guy tells you it is, that's good peace of mind. But don't go through assuming everything is fine and go spend three thousand dollars on fun parts and you know blow your credit card out of the water and then realize that you know you, you have need, an issue underlying that yes needs to be addressed. You, like your rear like the axle your rear axle needs like bearings and brakes and new gears yeah it's like it, it costs way less and it's especially if you're going to be keeping the truck for a long time or you're going to be working it it costs way less for you to just just start checking things off the list yep going through even if he tells you oh i just serviced the rear end I don't care. Yeah. I don't know what fluid you used. I don't even know if you're telling me the right thing of the fluid. I want to see it. Yeah. I might even check gear pattern, you know, and go through and just really take that first, you know, weekend, for sure the first weekend, if not the next month, two months. Just, don't don't buy any power parts for it. 
you know, just do your maintenance do and your go maintenance. through the truck with a fine tooth comb. Make sure everything is working properly. Start, then add power. Yeah, start, start with a good base. It. Yeah, just making sure that you have because it's the worst when that stuff creeps up, and it's it's not so much that you weren't planning for it, it's that you already spent the money that was your safety to to plan for the stuff that might be yeah. broken. The bi- the biggest uh, I think thing that a, like a customer will say to tell if their truck is working properly is when they call and say my mileage is low. Yeah. It's like, okay, and they're looking at, like, adding a tuner or something. Take a step back. Mm-hmm. Figure out why your mileage is low, especially if it actually is lower than, like, a com- comparable truck. Something's going on. Yeah, someone calls in, I got a 5.9 common rail unloaded on the highway. I'm getting 12 miles again. I'm like, you have something wrong. Yeah, mileage, I think mileage is probably one of the first things that one will notice, but not notice anything with the truck that's wrong mm-hmm. just by driving it. I think that, everything's driving fine, yeah. but my mileage is down. Why? That that 12-mile-gallon 5.9 Commerill I just mentioned probably still pulls the trailer great, still drives around, starts up every morning. It's totally yeah. fine. You got three out of the four, three out of the six injectors that are probably returning a little too much fuel, mm-hmm. and that's affecting the atomization of the fuel going through the injectors, which in turn affects mileage. Mm-hmm. Mileage is going to be your... Uh, uh, I don't know if I'd say it's your number one, but it's, it's, it's a very good tell that something is not right. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. Something is not right. Yeah. I like that. Okay. We're at number nine. Niner. This, yeah. This one uh, goes out to all my, uh, all my dpfdelete.com, racetruck.com, okay. bigdaddydiesel.com, sunriseperformance.com, and they all look the same and have the same font. You know what I'm talking about. Immediately buying a truck and deleting it with shitty tuning and throwing away your emissions equipment. Yeah. That is probably... I, I would even back that up even further. Buying a truck that is, quote-unquote, deleted, that doesn't have a tuner with it. Mm-hmm. If you don't have a handheld, you don't have a device... I would it, even go further than that, that doesn't have the emissions equipment with it. Uh, yes, but it. to me, if it was quality tuning that I, that I know works mm-hmm. and it's gone... I'd be way more comfortable than that versus me buying a truck that has it all gone, but no device. Okay. I mean, that's just me. I can meet you there. Okay. Yeah. Number 10. 10. This one's a little bit, you know. Okay. Uh, we'll just say number 10. A lot of us are guilty of it, but uh, probably shouldn't do it. Yeah. <coughs> number 10. This is literally all I wrote. Okay. Straight to burnouts. <laughs> yeah. Listen, I love burnouts, all right? Probably one of the funnest things, the funnest, slowest thing you can do. (laughs) Tell you what, bacon, burnouts, beer, and boobies. Yeah, I was going to say, where's the boobies at? (laughs) That's a good night. That's a good night. That is a bonfire Bonfire. (laughs) I mean, um, yeah. uh, (laughs) That's a shirt. (laughs) Trademark. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. Um, Yeah, burnouts are fun. I love doing burnouts. Mm-hmm. Love it. What usually happens is you got your buddies egging you on. Guilty. You might have a good set of tires on your truck that you like. You go and do your burnout. And then when you're done, you go look at your tires and you're like, oh, shit. shit. I just literally burned like 50,000 miles off that tire. Yeah. <laughs> like that is very disappointing. Very. It's a very short... <laughs> High, yeah, in a very long depression. Yes, <laughs> so, and or even with 
transmission yeah. and other stuff. I mean, Especially if you haven't given your trucker once over <laughs> and you were low on rear diff fluid. Yeah. And now that, that low tire situation has just also snowballed into a, a rear end. A rear end. And then a transmission. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, then, and possibly an engine. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, a, a little bit of effort and patience. And I, patience. Okay. Yeah. It's hard. You gotta er, you have to learn it. You know, I'm not a very revert to rule eight. Revert, yeah, revert <laughs> to, give it a freaking once over, guys. Yeah, you would be amazed how much you may actually find wrong, or that's not up to your liking, and or just peace of mind. Yeah, because there's nothing worse than getting into a burnout. Because keep in mind, this burnout may only last three to fifteen seconds, right? Yeah, maybe thirty. But you Who might knows? come out of it with three new neutrals. Yeah. <laughs> But that, so. even if it's like a 10 second burnout, we can all agree that 10 second burnout feels like five minutes. Oh yeah. You've got all kinds of emotions going on right now. Your friends are egging you on. You probably had three or four times like that's enough, but you see your buddy with his phone. just like, yeah, and you're you like, keep cool. Going. And you keep going. You're like, I'm only at 2000 RPM. The red line on this tack doesn't start till 38. <laughs> Let's send it. Catch up my boy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, burnouts. I love them. I I, I enjoy them, but <laughs> especially used trucks. I mean, you guys just just be uh, aware. Yeah, like I, I will say this. Even though my my blue truck is is definitely not a new to me any anymore. I know everything wrong with it. Nothing right with it. Uh, we were talking about tires today. Uh, when that time comes, I'm burning the shit out of the tires. <laughs> burn them right off. Those are burn them right off. And I, I am someone that's like, if my tires, you know, in the, I will say that there is always someone will always hold value in tires that hold air. Yeah, and for that, some reason, and that have some sort of tread on them. Yeah. And when I when I say that, I mean like you might be able to sell a, a set of four tires that hold air with barely any tread for like eighty bucks. Right. You might post them for 150. Someone says, "I'll give you 100." There you go. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. 100 bucks is tight. 100 bucks is better than you had before. 100 bucks offsets the cost of new tires. However, I love doing burnouts, and honestly, it's a you know three out of the four tires on that truck don't really hold air. I mean, they do enough, but Send like, it. yeah, these are getting sent. Yeah, and I'm talking like. Once the backs are done, I'm rotating them. Put <laughs> the fronts and the backs, and the backs are getting the front front. Yeah, <laughs> it's going down. Yeah. <laughs> yes. 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 Fact. Fact. That was number ten. Do you ha- you want to hit me, with- Corey? You got one. He's got nothing. Got Tyler, you gonna get a bonus I got one? Nothing. I gotta use the bathroom. <laughs> I know. I broke the seal. Broke right. the seal. You done diddly did it. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that is going to about wrap this episode up. Uh, again, I know this was a, uh, a very trendy style title, so we may have caught some new listeners here. Hey. If you're a new listener and you've made it this far, kudos, man. appreciate it. If you like the way this sounds, uh, make sure you subscribe because uh, we put out new podcasts every Thursday. Uh, some are good. Some are great. <laughs> I'll tell you that right now. But we always bring the fire. We always have barley juice, and we're always doing it for the boys. Yeah. So, so cheers, boys. Yeah. Cheers, boys. We uh, thank you all for listening, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Thanks for tuning in. Make sure to subscribe and check us out at dieselpowerproducts.com.